Welcome back to Ground Up Sermons. This week, our texts come to us from 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, and Mark chapter 9, verses 2 to 9. In 2 Kings, we hear the story of the prophet Elijah and his disciple Elisha, preparing for Elijah's departure on the chariot of fire. Along their journey, the prophet Elijah invites Elisha to stay at various points with different companies of prophets. But again and again, at each invitation, Elisha informs Elijah that he will stay with Elijah. And then later on in our Mark 9 text, we hear the familiar transfiguration story, where Jesus invites Peter, James, and John to climb the mountain with him. And there before their eyes, Jesus is transfigured, and Moses and Elijah appear and begin to converse with Jesus. Peter, James, and John express that they would like to stay here in this moment on this mountain. But Jesus invites them to consider that where they are called to stay is someplace else. This sermon will reflect on where we are called to stay in our response to the love of God. children is an absolute joy. However, raising children can also be a profound frustration. I say that with all the love in the world. What's fascinating about children especially where I am in my stage of life where they are still quite little, is that transition period when they get little minds of their own. And when their little minds of their own get paired with their ability to mobilize themselves wherever they want to go, it is a moment of profound frustration. Maybe you've, you've noticed if you've been in a similar boat with young kids that there is a time when you want to get something done and they want to be with you, which makes doing whatever it was you were going to do infinitely more difficult than it would have been without them being right there, up underfoot. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think it's too much to ask that, that going to the bathroom shouldn't have to be a team sport. I mean, right? And so eventually, especially on rainy days like we're having right now, trying to get a few things accomplished, and they are right there with you, eventually you will at some point pick them up you will take them somewhere in the house, 
You will put them down. You will turn the TV on. A, a quick aside, before I had children, I swore I would never put my children in front of that demon screen. I was going to be a better parent than that. That fell apart very quickly. I'll just put that out there. So you put them down in front of the TV. You get all the favorite toys that they have. You gather them up and put them in arm's reach. And then you go grab whatever the, the, the quickest one is, whether it's the Halloween candy or the Valentine's Day candy or whatever, all the candy that they could possibly want, and you throw it in front of them. And then you look at them and you say, stay. And you tiptoe out of the room as quickly as you can. And you breathe a sigh of relief. <sighs> I'm alone for a moment. And you go to do whatever it was you were going to do, and you, you feel that presence right behind you. And you turn, ah! Because there they are. What have they not done? They have not stayed where you put them. I thought of that as I read our reading from 2 Kings this morning. There we have Elijah and his disciple, Elisha. And Elijah has got a little bit of stuff to do. You might would say he's on his farewell tour to all the, the company of prophets before he uh, gets taken up into the, the chariot of fire up into heaven. Few things going on in life. And so he looks at his disciple, Elisha, <clears throat> and again and again he says, stay. I'm leaving you with cool people. These are all prophets, just like you. You should enjoy this. So stay. And I imagine in my head as I read this text, I hear Elisha as a toddler. As the Lord lives, I will not stay here. I'm going to go where you go. And so this story lands for me today. But as all good infomercials say, but wait, there's more. You turn over to the gospel reading. And again, you have the master, Jesus, taking his disciples, Peter, James, and John, up to a special place. Did your parent ever do that with you, take you to a special place for maybe something special? I did that with Maxton this week. I took him to the Holy of Holies this week. The single greatest experience you could ever have being in North Carolina. I took him to Bojangles. I mean, that gets an amen and a hallelujah, right? But, roll tie, there you go. But there was more than just going to Bojangles. He got a Bowberry biscuit. Now, if, there is, if, if, if that's not a manifestation of the love of Jesus, I don't know what is. And also, side note, if you eat too many of them, you will go see Jesus. <laughs> you will. So I took him there, 
father and son for this special experience. And he ate the Bowberry biscuit with tremendous speed. He never eats his vegetables that fast. And he looked at me after it was done, and he said, that was good, Daddy. Can we stay here always? Which, again, made me think of the gospel reading. Peter, James, and John, the disciples here with their master, their teacher, Jesus, enjoying this experience and saying to him, in effect, let's put down some tents here and let's stay here always. It's interesting when you think about this idea of staying, isn't it? We all have minds of our own, and we know exactly where it is we need to stay at all times. The only challenge is that sometimes where we want to stay and where God wants us to stay are two very different things. When I was in high school, we got uh, an intern, a vicar, someone who was studying to be a pastor. Her name was Kathy Campbell. She was a second career person. So, so she was an adult. She, she had a very successful career. She was an interior decorator. And she actually lived in the same town that, that I lived in, Florence, South Carolina. And one day, sitting in church, quite happy with everything that she was doing in life, God called. Not on the cell phone. This was kind of before cell phones were, were sort of a, a normative thing. But God called and said to her, Kathy, I want you to get up and I want you to be a pastor. Now, uh, those of you who are paying attention and maybe sound wasn't an issue, you may have heard uh, Jay in the prelude uh, play the, the, the hymn, Here I Am, Lord. You did play that, right, Jay? Okay, good. I didn't make that up in my head. That wasn't planned. Great hymn about the faith, about God calling us and someone going, Oh, here I am, Lord. Send me. I'll go. Do you think that was Kathy's response? Not so much. No, as she told the story, she, she got up from worship, excused herself, and she went to the women's room and proceeded to lock herself in a stall and decided that if she stayed in there long enough that maybe God's call would, would depart and land on someone else. And so being an interior decorator, she said she sat there in that bathroom stall and looked around and decided, this isn't such a bad place. I think I could make this happen for a while, and, and I have gifts and skills that I could, I could tidy the place up a little bit if I needed to, and I could make it look really quite inviting. It'd be a nice little place to hide out, to avoid God's call. I think I could stay here. There's that staying again. The reality is, whether you're Peter, James, and John, Elisha, or Pastor Kathy Campbell, God calls you to get up 
and to go to various places. And the difficult thing is, those places that God calls you to go to aren't always places that you want to be. I imagine for Elisha, this was an uncertain time. Elijah was his teacher. Elijah was one of the rock stars of Scripture. When you think about prophets, Elijah's name rises to the top. So much so that he even shows up in this transfiguration text to meet with Jesus and Moses, basically the all-stars of the Bible. Elisha was going to have to fill those shoes. And I would imagine he was a little bit nervous about that. He probably didn't quite want to do that yet. So he clung close to Elijah. Peter, James, and John were enjoying a little bit of a retreat, going up to a mountain with Jesus, being apart from the rest of the world, having time to breathe, getting to see the all-stars of their faith, and even being able to hear the very voice of God. And they wanted to stay there. Because when you go back down the mountain, there's uncertainty, there's sickness, there's fighting, there's all kinds of bad things. And in fact, in a lot of the gospel accounts, as soon as they come back down the mountain, they're literally mobbed with people needing healing, needing help. And then there's Pastor Kathy. She was doing just fine in Florence, South Carolina, being an interior decorator. Had a nice church she went to and had a pew that was all her own. And yet God called her into the uncertainty of ordained ministry. But this isn't just true for prophets like Elijah and Elisha. This isn't just true for apostles like Peter, James, and John. And it's not just true for pastors like Kathy Campbell. It's true for all of us. All of us are called to follow Jesus into places that are uncertain and uncomfortable. And we're quite adept at being like recently mobilized toddlers, deciding we know best where to stay over God. So where is it that God is calling you today? Maybe that is physically to a different place. Or maybe it's still in the same place you've always been. Maybe it's to a different job or a different calling altogether. Maybe it's to a different role. Maybe it's to reach out to that person you've been avoiding or take care of somebody you don't really want to take care of. What is it? It's different for each of us. But for each of us, God calls us to go somewhere. And we always have to struggle against that desire to stay where we are comfortable 
and instead to move to that place that makes us a little bit uncertain, a little bit unsettled, a little bit uncomfortable. But here's the gospel good news. When you go into those uncomfortable, unsettling, nerve-inducing places, guess who you have to depend on all the more? Depend on Jesus all the more. All of a sudden, that God who might seem distant now seems all the more present because you depend on him. So this week, as you pray, as you reflect, as you drive, as you do your grocery shopping or your cooking or tuck your children into bed or wish to high hope that they just stay right where you want them to stay. Reflect on where God wants you to stay and what that might look like. Not just on a Sunday, but on a Tuesday and a Thursday and all days. Where are you called to stay?